John Fury believes that Anthony Joshua is scared of his son and that Joshua would sooner retire rather than face his son in the ring. Now, we have to give John Fury credit because he has been consistently correct about his son over the years. He told us all what his son was going to do to Vladimir Klitschko in Germany. He told us all that his son was going to be this great heavyweight fighter from you know earlier on in his career before Tyson Fury was a world champion. And most recently, he told us all how his son would go about the job in the Wilder rematch, that adding all the extra weight was going to be beneficial to him, not a detriment, and that he was going to go in there and take Wilder out. It wouldn't be a points decision. So John Fury was absolutely bang on the money about it. And he was, of course, in the minority of people who felt that Tyson Fury could stop Deontay Wilder. So he knows his son better than anybody, knows what he can do. We've got to give John Fury credit for that. However, John Fury has got a less impressive record when it comes to predicting Anthony Joshua fights. He has consistently underestimated Anthony Joshua over the years. If you go back to the Charles Martin fight, both him and his son Tyson predicted that Charles Martin would be AJ. Tyson actually put a thousand pounds on Charles Martin to win by knockout. When AJ beat Charles Martin and did it easily, John Fury in subsequent interviews seemed to imply that the fight was fixed. That's how shocked he was by the result. Then of course, he said that uh, Klitschko would destroy Joshua. He said it would be like taking candy from a baby. You can go and find the interview where he says this. I believe it's on the channel called Knuckle Up TV. He says Klitschko will destroy Joshua. It's not even a competitive fight. Joshua, of course, proved him wrong again there. And at a different time, John Fury also said that they would never let Joshua anywhere near someone like Joseph Parker. Joshua, of course, went in the ring and beat Joseph Parker. So, as bang on as John Fury has been with regards to his son, he's been way off with regards to Anthony Joshua. He has consistently underestimated the man. And I suspect that he's underestimating Joshua once again in this particular instance. Uh, believing that Joshua is scared of his son and will never get in the ring and would sooner retire rather than face his son in the ring. I think that Anthony Joshua absolutely wants to fight Tyson Fury. I think that he sees that as the the way to fully get the British public and the world boxing public back on his side and back believing in him again. That Tyson Fury fight. And I think that John Fury will be one of the most surprised people when he sees that fight get made. I think the fight will get made. Tyson, of course, does listen to his dad to a certain extent, but he's not completely under his dad's thumb and under his dad's control. He is his own man and he does do what he wants. And I think that his son will want the Anthony Joshua fight. I don't know whether it's going to happen sooner rather than later, but I think his son will want it. I think AJ will want it. And I personally think the fight's going to happen. And not only do I think the fight's going to happen, I think that that fight will end up being an all-time heavyweight classic in terms of the way it plays out in the ring. 
I don't think anybody's going to dominate that fight. I think the fight is going to be fantastically competitive. And I think when I just envision the styles of both men in the ring, I think that's going to be a, a hell of a fight, one for the ages. And I think that that fight will win John Fury's respect in terms of for Anthony Joshua, because he still at this point seems to be underestimating AJ and consistently has been for years. So if the fight happens, may the best man win. I'm not sitting here telling you, oh, AJ is definitely going to win. Hell no. I think it's a fantastic fight. It's a fight that has to happen for Undisputed, of course, but also for the history of British boxing. Never before have two British fighters competed for the Undisputed Championship in any weight division, as far as I am aware. Certainly at heavyweight, it's never happened before and perhaps in the other weight divisions as well. So fight that has to happen. And look, AJ that it is made of sterner stuff than a lot of people seem to believe. It kind of baffles me that people think AJ is this shrinking violet or something. You go look at AJ in the amateurs, particularly when he fought in the world championships in Azerbaijan, away from home. L look at that guy with such little experience compared to the fighters he was competing against and try and tell me that he doesn't have heart and ambition. He was going in there against guys who had three, four, five times as many fights as him on foreign soil. And he wasn't fighting scared. He wasn't someone who looked out of his depth. He was putting it on people like Roberto Camarero in the world championships. He was putting it on the guy whose name I always struggle to pronounce in the final, who was an Azerbaijani. AJ lost that fight by one point. This was before the Olympics, okay? And if you look at the way AJ's career has been moved as a pro, he's been rushed, truth be told. He's been put in fights before he was really ready for him. Even Eddie Hearn admits this. They've rushed him. So a guy like that, to get rushed the way that he has been, to not <clears throat> have all the necessary learning fights, to be the complete fighter by the time he starts fighting for world titles and still managed to be successful and still managed to be the unified heavyweight champion. It's like, it's incredible to me that people can't see how that's an unusual characteristic for a fighter to have. I used Deontay Wilder as an example in the past. Wilder was fed cream puffs for his first 30 plus fights. AJ wasn't. Like AJ's level of opposition was way higher than Wilder's inside his first 20 fights. Can you see what I'm talking about? That There's a massive difference in terms of the way AJ was moved compared to the way Deontay Wilder was moved. AJ was moved much quicker. And even with Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury fought a better level of opposition than Wilder did in his first, you know, 20 or so fights. Definitely. But he didn't fight a better level of opposition in his first 20 fights than AJ did. So again, people need to think about that. What does that actually mean? They didn't put Tyson Fury in, in with those kind of guys in his first 20 fights or Deontay Wilder. They were moved along a bit more slowly, particularly Wilder. Allowed them to have the learning fights and, you know, 
gradually, slowly but surely mature, have their little stumbling blocks like Tyson Fury, obviously, the Steve Cunningham fight, Nevin Pikeage, very early on in his career, the two uh, fights against McDermott. Whereas AJ was like, there was none of that. It was Dylan White and then bam, straight in at world level, sink or swim. I think the Dylan White fight was what, his 17th or something? Uh, was it, no, 15th fight? And then bam, straight into a world title fight. So yeah, pe people really underestimate that. And I do think that by the time the AJ Fury fight rolls along, AJ is going to be a significant underdog. And I think that that suits AJ. And I actually think that it's a dangerous thing for a fighter who's clearly as talented as Anthony Joshua is to be written off by so many people. That right there doesn't sit well. You know, if, if you're a Tyson Fury fan and you have intelligence and you're not such a fanatic that you, you know, can't see any logic, you should be concerned about the fact that people are writing AJ's chances off against Fury so completely and acting like AJ's this coward and he'll run from the fight. And if the fight does happen, AJ's just going to be quivering and frightened in the corner. Like, I think for a, for a Tyson Fury fan, you should be concerned about that because Tyson Fury, as we've seen, rises to the level of his opposition. If he perceives there to be a threat in front of him, he's going to fight better. I mean, you think about it, Otto Wallen did better against Tyson Fury than Deontay Wilder did. That shows you what Tyson Fury's mind is like. If he's not sufficiently motivated by an opponent, if he thinks it's going to be easy, then you're not going to get the best Tyson Fury. Well, what if that happens against Anthony Joshua? What if it wasn't Otto Wallen in there against Tyson Fury, but it was AJ instead? Do you think Fury would have won the fight that night? Now, obviously, people are going to say that was Fury when he was still weak, when he was still with Ben Davison. Yeah, I, I take that point. But it's about the mental aspect, not just the physical. Tyson Fury throughout his career has been mentally inconsistent. He's a genius boxer, there's no question. But he hasn't had the consistency. His moments of genius have been... Uh, interspliced with moments of, how can I even describe it? Fights where he looks average. And that's been the case from the beginning of Tyson Fury's career. I mean, I remember when he fought Kevin Johnson and I was massively impressed. Kevin Johnson back then still had something left about him. I was massively impressed by what I saw from Tyson Fury in that fight. But after that, he went on to have obviously the Steve Cunningham fight and other fights where he didn't look very impressive. You know, that's been the story of Tyson Fury's career. And I think it will be the same going forward, which is why his dad, John, wants him to retire, I think. I think his dad, John, knows that boxing is a numbers game. The longer you go on, the more fights you have, inevitably, you're going to come a cropper. You're going to come unstuck. He knows that his son is not mentally consistent. I mean, his son talks about some days he wakes up and he's full of life and he loves life and all this kind of, and other days he doesn't want to even get out of bed. When someone is that mentally erratic, how consistent can they be long-term? 
And I think his dad knows that and therefore that's why he wants his son to get out of boxing now because he can become a unique champion. Lennox Lewis, when he first became WBC heavyweight champion after his final eliminator against uh, Razor Ruddock, Riddick Bowe refused to face Lewis so Lewis picked up the vacant WBC belt. And Lewis at the time and his manager, Frank Maloney, said that Lewis's plan was to become undisputed champion, have one defense of the undisputed championship and then retire undefeated. And that would make him a unique champion. And it appears as though that's what John Fury wants, although he doesn't necessarily need the undisputed championship. He's just saying his son's now won the WBC belt and he's already won the IBF, WBA and WBO before from Klitschko. So that's as good as undisputed in his eyes. His son might as well retire. There's nothing more to achieve. Uh, interesting that he says that because as I say, I think it's because he realizes boxing is a numbers game. And, and if you continue on, someone's going to beat you. And that, I guess, can tarnish your legacy. If Tyson Fury retires now, yeah, he can be immortalized as only the second heavyweight champion in history to retire undefeated and retire at the top. And people can make an argument that, well, he would have beaten Joshua anyway. He would have beaten this guy. He would have beaten that. Do you understand? But if he carries on and ends up losing, then his legacy or what his legacy could have been kind of gets tarnished. So I don't know. Anyway, let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. Just some thoughts about John Fury's comments on Anthony Joshua. As I say, he's been bang on about his son. Absolutely correct. All respect uh, to John Fury, but he has underestimated AJ consistently over the years. Let's have that right as well. And I think he's doing the same here. I think AJ will take the fight, even if AJ goes in there and gets destroyed by Tyson Fury. I think AJ wants that fight. So let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. It's Hatman, I'm out. Hatman merch is now available. We got t-shirts, vests, hoodies, and more. Just click the link below. Join me on Patreon. I upload a minimum of two podcasts every single week, covering a wide variety of controversial topics, as well as live stream Q&A sessions. Take a look on screen right now at some of the podcasts I've produced so far. For just $3 a month, the equivalent of about £2 a month, you get access to all my new podcasts and my entire back catalogue of past podcasts, including my popular Confessions of a Nightclub Bouncer series. You can listen on your computer or on your smartphone or tablet by downloading the Patreon app from the Google Play Store or the App Store for free. The Patreon app also allows you to download each podcast in MP3. For less than the price of a cup of coffee, you get access to dozens of hours of exclusive content. It's easy to sign up, there's no contract, and you can cancel at any time. So come and join our community of free and critical thinkers by signing up with me here on Patreon today. Tyson Fury's dad, John Fury, has been on television here in the UK saying that he wants his son to retire right now. No undisputed fight, no none of that. Retire right now, at the top. John Fury, being a former professional fighter himself, he was around in the Lennox Lewis-Mike Tyson era. And obviously, being a man of a certain age, he grew up watching boxing in the 70s and you know 80s and all that kind of stuff. And he saw many great fighters carry on for too long. 
carry on when they didn't have to. They'd made all their money. They'd won all their big fights. They'd created a legacy for themselves. But they got the boxing bug and they didn't quit at the top. They carried on and carried on and eventually they got beaten and their legacies were subsequently tarnished. And I think that that's why John Fury is urging his son to retire now because he wants his son to be a unique champion. I mentioned this in a separate video, but when Lennox Lewis first became WBC World Heavyweight Champion, both him and his manager Frank Maloney said that Lewis's goal was to become undisputed champion, have one defense of the undisputed title, and then retire. And that would make him a unique champion. It would put him next to Rocky Marciano, as the only other heavyweight champion to have retired undefeated. And it would seem that's what John Fury wants. Now, I know there's a lot of Tyson Fury fans out there who are very, very high on his latest win, and they should be, because it was a fantastic win. It was one of the best performances I've ever seen in my lifetime in a world heavyweight title fight. But if you know boxing history, you'll know that many, many incredible fighters in the past have lost. Boxing is a numbers game. There is no such thing as an invincible fighter. Tyson Fury is a guy who tends to rise to the level of his opposition. If he carries on for another three, four, five years, and he's fighting mandatories and he's doing unifications, voluntaries, etc., etc., how long is it before we see another Otto Wallen performance? Are we really going to expect consistency from Tyson Fury in terms of his level of performance? from now until he retires, if he goes on for another three, four years. Because if you look at his history, he hasn't been consistent. He's always had these peaks and troughs in his performance level throughout his career since the very beginning. It's a reflection of the kind of character Tyson Fury is mentally. He's an erratic character. Sometimes Tyson Fury wakes up and he feels ecstatically happy. Other days he wakes up and he's down in the dumps. He doesn't even know himself how he's going to feel from day to day. Somebody with that type of personality, I'm skeptical about how consistent they can be in the long run at the top of the division, defending world titles year in, year out, defense in, defense out. I'm skeptical about how consistent he can be. I personally am... 100% convinced that if Tyson Fury was to carry on as world champion for the next three, four years, he's going to take at least one loss. It might even be a big upset loss. It might be to an Otto Wallen type guy. I'm not saying Wallen specifically, but somebody who Fury thinks is going to be an easy fight. Everybody thinks it's going to be easy. Fury tends to fight to the level of his opposition. He goes in there against someone unheralded. Oh no, shocking upset. And I think John Fury knows that as well. He knows that his son is inconsistent. He knows that great fighters in the past have gone on too long. They should have bowed out at the top. I mean, Roy Jones being a great example. Roy Jones did have a loss on his record, of course, a disqualification loss to Montel Griffin. But really the, the peak of Jones's career, he wasn't at his absolute best in terms of being in his prime, but in terms of achievement, the peak of Roy Jones's career was when he won a version of the world heavyweight title against John Ruiz. If he'd bowed out at that moment after beating Ruiz, there would be far more people making an argument that Roy Jones Jr. is the greatest fighter of all time. 
But Roy Jones carried on after that John Ruiz fight and he suffered multiple knockout defeats. And towards the end of Jones's career, he basically became a journeyman. That tarnished Roy Jones's legacy because now subsequent generations after Roy Jones's prime remember him for being this guy who just gets knocked out by everybody. Now, I'm not saying anything that extreme would happen to Tyson Fury, but it could be similar to, let's say, Sugar Ray Leonard. He carried on longer than he should have carried on. He ended up losing to the likes of Hector Camacho and Terry Norris. When really and truly in his prime, he wouldn't have lost to those guys. So, and again, with Tyson Fury, it's not just about him fighting on past his prime. It's about the fact that he's inconsistent anyway. Yeah, mentally, he's erratic, he's inconsistent. So I think this is what his dad, John, is concerned about. He'd rather he retire now. His legacy, you know, I'm sure John believes it's set in stone. The only way... <clears throat> that I think John Fury might change his tune about Tyson Fury and his legacy and whether he should fight on is if AJ goes on to become a dominant fighter in the division and beats everybody. Maybe he fights Wilder. Maybe he fights uh, Daniel Dubois. Maybe he fights Hergovich and all the top guys, Joey Parker. You know what I mean? If he goes on to fight all these people and beat all these people, and everybody's saying, actually, AJ's the best and so on and so forth, then maybe John would say, you know what? Now nah, my son can come out of retirement and beat Anthony Joshua. <laughs> but failing that, John Fury will probably be happy and remain happy with his son retiring right now and feel like his legacy is set in stone. So um, anyway, let me know what you guys think in the comment section below about John Fury saying his son should retire now. I think most British boxing fans would be against it because they at least want to see the undisputed fight. Even the Fury fans who believe that Tyson Fury would destroy Anthony Joshua, even they want to see the undisputed fight just to silence all the AJ fans. Yeah? So I don't think there are going to be many people who actually are on the same page as John Fury right now saying that, you know, Tyson should retire. So anyway, let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. It's Hatman, I'm out. Hello, welcome to this week's Hashtag Toadster. I'm delighted to say this week we're joined by Gary Logan, Barry Jones and Isaac Lowe, two of which fresh from Vegas. And I say you're looking pretty fresh. Isaac, you're fresh from your points victory over uh, Guevara at the weekend. Have you actually been to bed? I've had about four hours sleep in about three days, but yeah, just about getting over, well, not over jet lag yet, but yeah. Four hours sleep. You're looking pretty fresh for it, I have to say. I don't feel fresh at all. Barry, just how good was it the weekend? It was one of those moments where you just went, I was there. It was, I know there's a few sporting moments in your life you wish you would have went to. And for me, that was one of them. That was, I was there. And I, and, and I think I'll, I'll tell my grandkids about that. It was just a phenomenal performance, a great atmosphere. And 
and I did see on the night with him and Joshua know that, that we own the heavyweight division. Yeah. Great Britain, we own boxing. Yeah. I think the, the belts are all back here yeah. now, aren't they? Which yeah, is absolutely back. brilliant. Yeah. What did you make of the night? What was the atmosphere like? Atmosphere, as you just said, it was just the occasion itself. The Brits, the fans, the everyone. It was just it was unbelievable, and obviously for me to be on the card, such thing like that. The, the atmosphere with the build up to the fight, everyone was so excited. He had the biggest puncher in the world there in, in the game, in boxing history, and then obviously Tyson with the, with the, with the history of with the boxing skill he's got, going head to head, and uh, it turned out a, a great night for us all. Gary, what did you make of Tyson's? Amazing, yeah. amazing, because um, Peter Fury was here a few weeks ago, and he whispered in my ear, he goes, Tyson's going to stand on him. He's not going to let him do anything. He's going to wrestle him, he's going to maul him. It was just from him. the get-go, wasn't it? And I'm looking yeah. at Peter like... If he does that, he's going to walk onto the right hand. You know, Tyson Fury is the most gifted heavyweight, probably technically, probably since Tyson. If you if you put you're looking at like natural talent, and even Tyson had to work hard at it. I'm not saying Tyson's works any less at it, but I looked at a lot of videos when he was a lot younger, and some of the shots he was throwing to the body. Body shots. I mean, like fight. you haven't you haven't seen a big man throw body shots like that since Riddick Bow. So he's really really talented. And um, he used everything he's accrued in his arsenal to dismantle a man that I thought, if he walks onto one, he's going to do him. So, what, what do you make of all the excuses that, that the world is coming out with now that his, his costume, his walk-on costume, is too heavy? I, I sort of guess he. I, I didn't think he'd use the costume for an excuse, which is mm. just absolutely just laughable. But the. We're just saying that both both them. But if you if, if you're going to wear a costume. Sorry when you're talking about it, but you try it on in your changing room yeah. and you think, wow, this is You'd like 40, go, 40 pounds is like nearly three yeah. stone or so. You're yeah. saying, do you know what? This is too heavy. I'm not walking to the ring on that. Oh, yeah. If you're going to get it made, yeah. you, you, you surely got your try things on. To be fair, it, it did look heavy. Cause look, cause remember, he stood this close to me, so it looked, you know, it looked heavy and it had all lights yeah. on it and everything, and it looked a bit of a unit, but still. He's walking 20 yards for him to it. use it as an excuse is yeah. poor. But I thought, I thought, really, he, I thought really he would use because the, the first knockdown with the right hand was yeah. did catch him behind the ear. Yeah, yeah it he, he, he moved, he turned him with the jab, the hit mm. with the right hand, and I thought I think he, what, he'd use that and he'd use his problem with the his legs and all this stuff just to just to be able to justify them fighting for I the third time. I think what Wilder was, I think it was the first or the second round. He hit Tyson with two brilliant right hands, yeah. and yeah. Tyson took them and he kept them marching yeah. forward. And I think Tyson got him with a few jabs on a, a body shot. And I think mm. he just knew then it was Tyson's night. It, it was walking, walking him down. It wasn't going to be denied. Behind a really good jab. Yeah. You know, that That's jab was, was like ramrod, like, wasn't it? And when he wasn't doing that, he was just mauling him. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like Wilder's going to trigger the rematch. Yeah. Do you want to see the trilogy? No, I don't. I, I think you would if, the, if that fight was relatively close mm. or, or there was some controversy. Yeah. But he so dominated him in a way that he's that if he would have dominated him like he did I thought in the first fight boxing and Wilder couldn't get hold of him mm. maybe you could still justify that if you can catch him but this time he bullied him in every sense mm. and I just think no and it's not no, no he, he has him in his pocket now and I just don't I, I just can't see listen Wilder can always catch anyone and hurt mm. them but I think the fact that he put him on the on the back foot he, he put him in, in in a defensive mode meant he could read it so easily that Wilder didn't have no forward momentum to get any real leverage on his shot. Yeah. So I just, I can't see yeah. any need for it. And also, we're looking ahead now at a bigger fight, a bigger fight to be yeah. honest. Well, that seemed to be what the talk was yeah, about exactly, after the fight. Yeah, yeah. Everyone pretty well, much... Well, the belts are back over home now. Mm. Yeah, Gone. I mean... It has to happen, you know what I mean? It has to happen somewhere down the line, and it's got sooner or sooner rather than later, I should say. Well, if there's anyone that's going to know, I mean, because you're such good friends with Tyson Fury, your sable mates, What's he said to you? Is he actually said to you that he, he wants well, the third fight? Time he Tyson. Be... Obviously, he's got the rematch clause. Wilder yeah. can trigger that. So, obviously, if Wilder does decide to take that, he'll have to fight Wilder. But 
Uh, what do you, what's he said he wants to do? He'll fight anyone. Tyson will fight any one of them. He doesn't, in my eyes, obviously, we've seen what he's done to Wilder. I think myself, AJ, is an easier fight for, for Tyson, but obviously everyone's going to have their own. Or, or I don't. Married, yeah. We'll discuss this. I don't. I honestly I think don't think he is. is. I think that the AJ that we saw against Ruiz, he just showed us he can be a bit more mobile and he'll have to be a little bit more mobile. Not move side to side mobile, but just the little steps that you need that Wilder yeah, hasn't yeah. got. Wilder plants his feet and yeah, as soon as you push him back, he's got no backward step. He's so balanced. AJ's got more shot selection. Yeah, exactly. For me, for me, I think that, that Joshua is neater with his yes. shots, where Wilder is, is, is some because mm. when people are wild, sometimes that's yeah. harder to fight against. Mm. But I think because Joshua smothered him, then yeah. those wild shots, those wild shots, you know, didn't come into yeah. play. Where, but Joshua is right, is direct. I don't think the Joshua from Ruiz, the way he fought Ruiz, which no. is perfect, yeah. beats, he can't, gets no, anywhere near. Won't get near Fury. Fury. I think the Joshua of old he has to be no. like that and be forced. Exactly. He's got to be centre of the ring but for me, and try and I dictate with his jab. But for me, fight. The, I think mm. he, Joshua, he can only come forward with Tyson. Do you know what I mean? He mm. can't yeah. stamp. He can't box on the back foot. And I think no. that'll play in Tyson. And I fully agree with that. For me, the bigger story is that Joshua, it was the dad in the boxing, the star, easily the star of boxing, the biggest commodity in the sport. It, excluding Canelo, of course, but uh, he really was. And now, that's Tyson Fury, and you have to say that. If I put you on the spot now and said going on AJ's performance in Saudi in December against Andy Ruiz Jr., yeah. the second rematch, first rematch rather, and if you go on Tyson's performance on Saturday, who would win right now, do you think? Fury. I don't. Fury or Delong. I'm not basing it on that because it was totally different styles. But I think I said that right now, who's going to win right now? I'm not basing it on those fights because I can't. They're totally different fights. But I'm saying it on ability right now. I'm basing it on this then. Fury did his very best. Yeah. Which might have been Saturday. Yeah. And AJ did his very best when you've seen him. Maybe that was his best win. But maybe that was his best. Going Fury. But I'm telling you, it's going to be a more Listen, difficult of course night it, than people envision. I, do, like, I don't think people it's going to be like oh, he's, he's going to do, he's definitely do away with AJ. No. It's like AJ's just being brushed. No. And I'm telling you, it's going to be a more difficult yeah, fight. Probably. I'm saying that Fury will win, but I wouldn't be shocked. If I, I, I woke up in the morning what's in, what's in AJ's, and I found what's out... What's in AJ's favour? Why you let me talk? Is, 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 I woke <laughs> up in the morning, I woke up in the morning and I saw that AJ had won this fight. I don't need I to be here, be Gary. He wouldn't get close to Tyson. Mm. Listen, he will, listen, he's going to come and have a fight, and especially with yeah. the fight, he's going to chuck out the kitchen. But isn't it intriguing that? It is, look, it's, look how it we're is, talking around exactly back and forth about it. That is exactly what it is. It's exactly it, 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 it intriguing. Rob McCracken can be made, hasn't it? Rob McCracken's got to be thinking, right, I've got to put my brain on now. Got you know, Rob McCracken's got another idea. Another thing when you're fighting with Tyson, we don't know what Tyson's going to turn up. Very true. That's a very good point. set fight. I'm going to push you, right? One word, one name. Who wins? You're going to go Fury, obviously. My man. Fury. Fury? Oh. But I'm just saying, but. <laughs> you just wasted, you just wasted <laughs> 10 minutes of our oh. day. You wasted 10 right, minutes of no our day. No <laughs> I just had a discussion with a very irritating man on Twitter. And I just, <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you engage in that? I know, yeah. he was cool. He anyway, was Twitter war. That is, you exactly hit the nail on the head. Yeah. It is a hugely intriguing Huge. fight and one that definitely the fans want Everyone to see. Everyone want to see, yeah. Well, that's answered Leon's question. Um, Marshall wants to know, what's it like travelling around with Tyson? Yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, he's a character, do you know what I mean? What you this see is your fourth camp with him, isn't it? Your fourth camp, yeah. Uh, what you see with Tyson is what you get. He doesn't change off camera or on camera. He's just a normal person. He's just down to earth. And he's actually fun because when you're in camps of Barry and that, you probably know, mm. 
when you're training and you're in a solid training camp, sometimes it's hard. Do you know what I mean? You get lonely points and you're missing family and being there, especially being in America, you're on the other side of the world. Uh, but he's always up to something, he's always wanted to have doing something, do you know what I mean? Having a bit of fun, pulling stunts in camp. So, yeah, he's good to be around, you know what I mean? Because it takes your mind off the training a little bit sometimes and it's enjoyable. He, listen, uh, he's, he's very good. So, what's your backstory? How long have you known him? And... I've known Tyson my whole life, do you know what I mean? My whole foot uh, from the age of about nine, ten. I used to go around with him. That I said we know each other. Families know each other. He's like a big brother to me. Do you know what I mean? I'm that close to him, and he's been very good to me. I've been very fortunate to spend being the camp camps what he's been in. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, so I'm very pleased. What's the best bit of advice he's given you? Uh, don't lose. <laughs> it's very simple. Make sure I'm you vegan. Because he's gonna be your best man. Is that right? Yeah, in May when you get married. Yeah, when I get married in May, he's my best man. So. I bet that's going to looking be a speech, forward, I'm, lo I'm looking forward to the speech, as I say, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh. The stag do's going to be crazy. Oh, What's that going to be happening there? Has yeah. that happened? Have we, no, we haven't, done it. We, haven't, we haven't done a stag do yet, because obviously we've been in camp, but uh, we will probably, I'll leave it down to him to do something to me, won't he? So he'll have something in mind. Uh, I'm not looking forward to it, but <laughs> I something. I feel like there could be some sort of singing as well, some song yeah. at your wedding. Ooh. It will be delivered. We'll get, well, I'll, I'll have to get him to sing a song, won't I? Uh, well, I'll I don't think you'll have to. I'm sure he'll, he'll yeah. deliver that anyway. Um, Armin wants to know, oh, this, is a, this is a really good one, fantasy fight, Tyson Fury versus Mike Tyson. Who wins Ooh. and why? Now, now that's got you, isn't it? Yes, it's a hammer. Because I think because Mike Tyson was his jab was so underrated, and he was one of the best jabs in the heavy mm. division I've seen. And his movement, his fast movement, and, and, movement. and being short was an he advantage. Really him. Yeah, yeah, yeah he would, he would well, get in he? fast. Yeah. Yeah. I. St I still go with Tyson. I, I sort of do. I, I mean, yeah, I maybe do. Just edge Fury. I don't yeah, think maybe. honestly. Like, I think I know it's a big word. What I'm going to be saying here, but. I think he's the best since Muhammad Ali, honestly. I'm, I, I know it's a big word to say, yeah. and it's That's a big obviously a big statement. You know what? But it's, it's a good argument. He's, he does, got, he does he's got the rhythm in he, he does he's the got rhythm. that he rhythm. Fight, he, he does everything what yeah. he needs to do. He upsets the fighters, he gets into people's legs. Mm -hmm. he, he does everything what you need to do to win a fight. Gary, who wins Fury Tyson? <laughs> can't go against Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't All I will say is that the Tyson leading up to Michael Spinks, yep. maybe just after the Tyrell Biggs as well. That's a hard Tyson to be. Because, I mean, he would never have faced, I mean, it's the same thing, he would never have faced anything like a Tyson Fury. Six foot nine, I remember he said the other day in his documentary, he goes, nobody's done what I can, nobody moves like I can do. No six foot nine man should move like I do. So that, that would be a hard fight for Tyson. But then, punching down against something that's gonna immediately pay I'm you once he makes quick. you miss. So quick, so damaging. I'm going right to Tyson. Sorry, I'm going right to Tyson. Barry, you've been very quiet. <laughs> no, I said Fury. Oh, you said Fury? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a ha it is a hard one. It's a real hard one. It's a real hard one to pick, but I think, yeah, I think, yeah. on his day, if Fury, you could my Devon. Would be good, yeah. What a fight, what a fight. Good question. Yeah. Um, Billy wants to know, any plans on going for the world title in the near future? Yeah, I hope so. Maybe by the end of the year or so, uh, hopefully getting a, a shot or a final eliminator. Now, I've had 23 fights now. I'm highly ranked in the WBC. Uh, so, yeah, maybe next couple of fights, uh, I should be knocking on the door for one. What's your long-term plan? 
obviously I want to be a world champion. Do you know what I mean? I want to unify the division. Do you know what I mean? So uh, I'm at that stage now. I'm well experienced now. I've had 23 fights. I feel like I'm just turned 26 and starting to come into the, the years now. I'm used to the ring. So yeah, I'm ready to step up now to the big boys. Barry, you were there on Saturday night. Yeah. What did you make of Isaac's performance and, and how far do you think he is of that one oh, shot? Six points given, deducted in a, in a fight is a little yeah. bit crazy, but obviously the, the referee wasn't there. The, the, one of the best, to be fair. I think he was deducting points for things that you should do, spinning, turning opponents, things like that. But I've, no, Isaac's, you know, he's, I think he's garnishing experience. He's boxing around the world you know, under the, on these big bills, not the first bill, obviously, that, that he's been boxing on the, on the first Fury Wilder bill. And I think that it's invaluable, that being away from home. Experience. And, when, it, when, and when it's experience on the big stage as well, from, isn't it? And different Eight styles weeks. as well. Yeah. Uh, See, so what would what, note that? Obviously, I've boxed like Ryan Welsh for the British. I've boxed for the European now. Uh, when I boxed Dennis Sealand, so I've been on uh, big cards and big shows before. Obviously, been on the few, last few Furies. I boxed on the Scott Quick and Carl Frampton uh, undercard. So I've been on uh, big shows now. So when I when I feel like I get the time for a big stage. I'm going to be used to it, and it's going to be something I'm going to fry it off mm. and uh, take it. How, in the how much does that help you, though, boxing? Like I just said, on on the big stage, under the lights. Yeah, of course it does, because it get you, you get you, you get uh, the how do I explain the the, the fear? Do you know what I mean? Into the change room, you so everyone up, you know the big the big lights on you, all the press. I, don't, I can remember I done the media pre, uh, undercard on Wednesday, and I bet there was five or six hundred people there just for an undercard press conference. I looked around, I was like, yeah. wow, do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, i never yeah. seen it like that in my yeah. life, do you know what I mean? It was like, like next time you do it for your fight, you've experienced you it, you've been there. Experience yeah, it's amazing. But even though you want to box for world titles, of course you do. There's such a flourishing domestic scene. Yeah. It's, look your, at, it's your weight, of course, it look, really is. Look at the fights back over here in, in Britain. Uh, you've got, like, Ryan Welsh, you've got... Uh, have you been watching the golden uh, contracts? I've been watching bits of it. Obviously, I've been over. I've been over there. Do you know what I mean? So it's been article, but I've heard uh, Jazz and Ryan won yeah. over the weekend. Yeah, so that's going to be a, cra a cracking final. That do you know what I mean? It'll be a good scrap. Uh, so yeah, well, we'll keep me on it, and maybe I get the winner. Exact words. Going to be a cracking scrap, yeah. that, isn't it? Cracking, cracking <laughs> it, It's been the featherweight, as, as the featherweight section, the portion of this golden contract. Has just outshone everything. Good it's, fight. It's, it's, it's been, been absolutely fantastic. fantastic. The Dickens um, Lee Wood fight was excellent. Yeah. I, haven't, excellent. I haven't got back to watch excellent. that yet, but I will uh, watch that later. Yeah. When you've had some sleep. When I have some sleep, yeah. I probably wake up and then uh, I'll catch up on the featherweight golden contract. Yeah. So the plans for the next couple of months for you, I'm guessing, is is all eyes on the wedding. Is, is yeah. Well, I would like to get out uh, back out before before May, end of April, sometime. I'll speak yeah. to MTK and see what they say. Uh, a, Any names? Anyone you? Not just yet. I said I've just got back. So I'll have a, I'll have a, we'll have a word. We'll have a sit down and have a, I said we'll try and get defend that WBC again, or we'll see what else is available and what fights is uh, what fights is about and what we can take. Uh, I love another big fight. Uh, I think another mediocre. I like the, the name Keto Martes. Will be a good fight. I think that'll be a, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a good yeah. test. What do you reckon, Barry? Yeah, Keto Martes. Yeah. yeah. He, he is now the gatekeeper for, for you know, people yeah. with, with world title aspirations because he can still knock you out. He's tough. Oh, He's tough, and he'll yeah, come and he'll give you a little bit. I think that's what I need now, because the guy who, who, who I fought on Saturday... No who, fear. Uh, it, 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 I was expecting a proper tough yeah. fight off him. He, he got beat by uh, five opponents. Freedom was world champions, you know what I mean? Took yeah. Santa Cruz 12 rounds, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. He's been in with the likes of some great top kitters, I say. Mm. So I was, I was expecting a very hard fight. Which it turned out a very easy mm -hmm. fight because yeah. Yeah. he basically never come to try and never wouldn't stand toe to toe with me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think the next time I, I'm out, I like someone who's actually want to come and try and win and push me to the point and see what I've got. 
Yeah, of course. I'm looking forward to seeing what you do next and enjoy the stag do. Yeah, definitely. Don't tell us where it is. <laughs> <laughs> and best of luck for the wedding and that Thank speech. I cannot much. wait to oh, hear what that's I'll about. I'll film it. I'll get it across to you somewhere. No, I think it will go global anyway. <laughs> Probably viral. Um, thank you, chaps. You'll be doing the podcast later on today. Don't forget you can download that on iTunes. Uh, but, yeah, that's it from us. See you next week. Sky Sports. Feel it all. Several members of the Saudi royal family were present at the Tyson Fury-Deontay Wilder rematch. And according to this article here in the Express, they are interested in paying Tyson Fury 400 million pounds or dollars to fight over in their country, either against Anthony Joshua or in the rubber match with Deontay Wilder. Well, I made a video recently about how Tyson Fury could now be the A-side against Anthony Joshua. Well, if what the Express are reporting is true, then Anthony Joshua is going to be the B-side everywhere. If Tyson Fury takes the Wilder rematch in Saudi and they pay him some crazy amount, 400 million, 200 million, they haven't paid AJ anything like that. AJ reportedly got 66 million pounds for the Ruiz rematch. Tyson Fury could double, treble, quadruple that, potentially. So, great times for the Gypsy King, great times for Bob Arum, great times for Frank Warren. I don't know how much involvement Frank Warren has in Tyson Fury's career at this stage, how much influence he has over who, who Fury fights and negotiations and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. It appears at the moment as though Bob Arum is the primary promoter for Tyson Fury and Frank Warren is just tagging along. <laughs> uh, it doesn't really have much say-so. That's how it appears. And that's certainly how Eddie Hearn has been treating Frank Warren. But you know, Eddie Hearn and Frank Warren are always taking slight digs at each other. So who knows what the truth is? Uh, but it can't be bad for Frank Warren, obviously. Tyson Fury potentially being offered this kind of money to fight in Saudi. Can't be bad for him. But Tyson Fury is a different kind of character. Money definitely motivates him. But there may come a point where Tyson Fury is like, you know what? I've made a lot of money now. I don't really need crazy loads of extra money. I'm good as I am. But I'm sure he'll be tempted. So it's going to be interesting to see what Tyson Fury does, whether he sticks to fighting in the States or if he can be tempted over to Saudi Arabia to fight for uh, an insane amount of money. Obviously, he was in Saudi Arabia, Tyson Fury, a few months ago. What was that for when Fury was in Saudi Arabia? Was it for the... Uh, I can't remember what it was for, but Tyson Fury and his brothers were in Saudi Arabia a few months ago. I can't for the life of me remember what it was for. Was it the Amir Khan fight with Huey on the undercard or... God, I can't remember where it was, but they were out there. And obviously they said that they, uh, they liked it out there and they were treated well. And they said that a lot of the negative press about that country is not true. And it's nothing like they report in the Western media, so on and so forth. These are the things Tyson Fury and his brother were saying when they were out there. So yeah, maybe he will go to Saudi. Maybe he will legitimately 
unquestionably become the A-side in any Anthony Joshua negotiations going forward because it seems as though Deontay Wilder has invoked the rematch clause. You see that Those are the uh, reports coming out at the moment. And if it happens in Saudi for 400 mil, the Gypsy King's the man, you got to say. <laughs> so let me know what you guys think about this in the comment section below. Of course, if the 400 mil is for the AJ fight, then it's a double attraction. It's not just paying it for Fury. It's also paying it for AJ. So I don't know, maybe AJ could say 60-40. Maybe they could still push, say, 50-50. But AJ wasn't offered 400 million by the Saudis to fight Ruiz in the rematch, was he? That tells you how impressed the Saudis were by what Tyson Fury just did. The fact that they're willing to pay him way more than they just paid AJ. So, yeah, let me know what you think, people. It's happening, I'm out. There are great privileges in boxing, and today is one of them. I'm Gareth Davis. This is David Alok, and between us is a veritable legend in the industry of boxing, Mr. Freddie Roach. We are here, privileged to be in the wildcard gym. Freddie, how long have you been here? I got this about 35 years ago, and it's a fun place, a good place to hang out. <laughs> that is true, that is what you do here, you kind of hang out. And the world's greatest fighters have come out of here, guys who've changed their lives, women who changed their lives, the Mark Warburgs and the Mickey Rocks and the, I don't know, the Jason, I don't know if Jason Statham's probably been in here, all of those guys. You wouldn't even know though, would you, or you would you care? Um, we have a lot of celebrities coming in, it's a lot of fun having in here. So. Absolutely. Now, um, Freddie, <coughs> we're heavily interested in the entire boxing landscape. We know you, you, you spent a lot of time working with uh, Tyson Fury for his fight with Deontay Wilder. Um, we're talking about the heavyweights. There's a big fight happening December 7th. Anthony Joshua, Andy Ruiz rematch. Um, in your opinion, who wins and why? I think I'm going to go Joshua this time, man. I feel like um, they, they both lost a lot of weight since the last fight. And I think that Joshua needs to lose some of that muscle because he's having trouble carrying that into the weight round. And I think it's going to be beneficial for him. And every time we see his opponent lose weight, he usually doesn't do that one. What do you believe? From the first fight, we know, of course, that Ruiz was down in the third round, mm -hmm. then Joshua was down twice, then Joshua was down twice in the seventh. Ruiz was very clever between the third and the seventh. How will what happened in that first fight affect both men going into that second contest? Well, I think that you know, Joshua needs to go back to his jab, his bread and butter. Uh, he doesn't let people get too much money to use that jab. That's how he won the gold medal at the Olympics, and uh, that's, uh, I think that's the key factor in, 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 in his game. To keep this guy at, at, at 
range in that by the man's eye of his face. Do you think it could be a kinchier affair this time then? I, I'm hoping it would be in the case like it is. I mean, I like both guys very much. Yeah. They're both good friends of mine. I mean, I trained one for five years. No. But <laughs> I think it's, uh, um, you know, it's, it's a great matchup and like, um, you know, the, the winner is going to be like closer to the best heavyweight in the world today. Well, that kind of segues very nicely yeah. to the next question, which is, you know, we've got Dillian White out there, Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, Andy Ruiz. Who, in your view, and I'm sure we'll find out in the next two years who is, uh, of this generation, but in your view, if you had to pick a one to four that then we will see in a couple of years, who do you think will emerge as one, two, three, and four in this era? Well, I think number one would be the Gypsy King. I, I think he's he has a lot of talent. I think he's uh, I think he's even better than he showed in, in the last fight. And the way he got up from that knockdown, I still have a little bit of disbelief of that. I mean, he was down with two hard shots. Yeah, so then he got up with his balance, his, his legs were still under him, and he won the rest of the round. You and the whole of the human race were shot by him, frankly. It was unbelievable, wasn't it? was unbelievable. It was unbelievable, it was unbelievable to see him get up like that. And, uh, uh, I keep kind of mugging him a little bit because like, he bored himself upon him. I said, why don't you use that hand a little bit more? Because he does have a lot of power in that hand, which I think he doesn't really show enough of it to the world. And he, he does have power. I mean, I've done this so many before. I've caught him. He, he does have power when he wants to. But uh, sometimes it seems like he can just parse out and just um, tries out box the people. And, you know, in the images that were from the Olympics as well, but the pro, he needs to be a little more assertive, I think. Joshua versus Fury. Um, Joshua. Really? That's interesting. Why so? Why? Uh, I just... Styles? You favour the Brits? I do. <laughs> we love that. No, I mean, if you look at the Olympics right now, I mean, who's doing that in the Olympics? You know, I was an Olympic team. You know, America's not doing that well right now, and you guys, you guys get together as a team. We don't, we don't, we don't get together as a team like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the, the last Olympics. You've been, of course, an argument between me and David now because we've got this debate. Anthony Joshua against Deontay Wilder. I'm, 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 uh, obviously, I'm picking Joshua to be the number one spot. That means Wilder, good puncher, dangerous guy. I haven't, you know, they need to put that fight together. We need to sniff it, we need to scratch it. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, the heavyweight division is really making some noise right now. Yeah. It's really, really good for boxing. Because, right. I mean, since, like, since Tyson and those guys went away and so forth, we haven't really talked about the heavyweights too much. You know, a little bit boring, but right now, there's a lot of good fights out there and a lot of you know, matchups that can go a lot of different ways. Absolutely. I just, I just want to let you know. You were with me on who wins out, Joshua. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Listen, <laughs> I, I, I bow to you now, David. The great man has spoken. And this is someone who I've known Freddie for 25 years. Absolutely. And Freddie's rarely wrong, I will say that. No, Freddie's rarely wrong. Uh, that's one thing I don't do, is I don't bet on fights. 
there's a lot of uh, really good young prospects coming up, and you're, you're working with quite a few. But uh, this weekend, there's one, uh, Devin Haney. Um, what, what do you think of him, and how good is he? Devin can be a great fighter. He works down the same room. He comes here for sparring partners, for sparring once in a while, and we usually have four or five guys to go with him. He's one of those guys that goes in the rounds where you need four or five guys to go with He's very effective, very good. He comes with his dad, and uh, he, uh, he does very well. I mean, he's, he's really, really good work for my guys, and uh, I love having him come. So every once in a while he'll he'll lose my status and he's going to go out here to to LA, LA and uh, he's great work for it, all my guys. Has he got the skills to be a pound for pound guy? I'm not sure that you know, he's still he's still kinda young, he's still developing and he uh, um, he's getting better and better all the time, but does he have that does that really good strength you know, We don't know maybe yeah. we don't know that yet. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, my word, he's 21, isn't he? He's 21, but he's yeah. working on it. Yeah. And I tell you, with Sparrow and guy, my guys, I put my best guys in and give them what I can, and they work really well together. Fabulous, fabulous. Um, on that card tomorrow, there's also another uh, Brit, another Brit on that, Mr. Billy John Saunders. Uh, have you seen much of him? What do you think of him? He's been by my gym before, and he's, he's getting the work out here. Very, very good fighter. Uh, has a, has a title right now, and uh, well, I, I look forward to being part of our best in that division. It's very, very soon. He has the talent, that's for sure. He's a very good fighter, and um, he's, he's a, nice, a very nice person on top of that. Do you, do you look back? Did you see him against David Lillard? I didn't see that. Oh, I'm so sad to see that fight because he really did. And make the ball look foolish in that fight. You know the famous yeah. look away. Everyone 
Uh, and I make it fair for everybody. I mean, that's why you can come here and play five bucks a day, and that's it. I mean, and everyone says, Freddie, you don't charge enough money. I said, I think five bucks a day is fair. I mean, I hate only to give the day 50 bucks for a workout or something like that, you know? I, I think it's fair, and uh, it, it's going to stay. When people say to you that it's changed their lives being able to come here, does that mean a lot to you? It does mean a lot to me. People have told me they've saved their lives and changed their lives. And it's, been a, it's been great. It's been a fun place. You know? I mean, I wonder what I would do if I, if I didn't have this, yeah. this place to come to. I, you know, I, well, I, why should I sit home and watch TV and, and get that? <laughs> so I do like working with the guys and I work with it every day and uh, it's really very fun thing. It's a good young project coming up and it looks very good. Yeah, that means something. The next question we're going to ask you who, who are your young prospects and who should we be looking out for? Well, Elvis Rodriguez was an amazing club I gave at 85 inches. Really good kid, really uh, developing very well. He's 
that like you say, you know, when when vibes can change. As the journey with Manny Pacquiao though is extraordinary because like in the, the training camps in the Philippines, the adulation of an entire nation. Some people feel like he was a modern Muhammad Ali in some ways. Well, was that a fascinating thing? Yeah, it was. I mean, the day he walks in my door, he gets really pretty in the ocean. He's got these moves around her, and I couldn't get anyone to send him on to a fight. And, 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 and they said he's too light, he's not money, he's over it. And, and then, uh, then Wabba, the world champion in South Africa, his opponent had fallen out, and maybe he was next to build an opponent, and he was here, and he was, he was training. Um, so we, we took that fight, of course, and uh, most guys have been talking about, I said, hey, this kid's special. I said, I'm going to go to the Remember, I said, I'm going to go crazy, he's going to get killed. I said, no, he's not. And I said, I'm telling you, he's special. And they, they just all laughed at me, and then I laughed at them after the fight. So back now with the world title, and we did very well. And we, we've had a great time since then, and the thing is, uh, you know, I, uh, he get mad at me one day, and you know, I think I fired him on fight, and uh, you know, those things happen, yeah. and so forth, you know, because uh, I told him that being the senator, being a, being a boxer at the same time, is like, very, very difficult to do, like, uh, I think you should make one out of the other, and no one will do that, you know, and uh, he, uh, he, he didn't really care for that, that The one and only, Mr. Freddie Rose. That was fantastic. Right, boys, we don't usually do this, but you seem to have a lot to say to each other, so we thought we'd get you around the table, you set it face to face. I can feel the tension already. You boys are going to fight each other, right? Yes. But, you know, we've been at the, uh, the press conference, he was having a little, little bit of talking to each other in the face of what exactly were you saying to each other? I mean, it is, it is what it is. Fight game. <clears throat> um, he likes to talk a bit of nonsense on social media. Um, so, so it's, it's called entertainment. I mean, it's called entertainment. People want to be entertained. And I do that. I do it in the ring, I do it outside the ring, I do the press conferences. I just enjoy myself. You know what I mean? Talk and sometimes I like ripping out people, so. Talk about social media. I've got, I've got the exact, <laughs> I've got the exact, exact phrases you've been using. It's okay. great because we don't even know what you yeah. so said you, on you social media. You started this, right? Okay. Yeah, because I started it one. Let me just explain the reason I started it. I thought he bottled it. Yeah, yeah I thought he bottled no, it. No, no. Because you have to fight in Saudi, right? Yes. So what happened? Explain, because we don't why know. Why would I bottle it? Them. What do you mean? So for the level I've already fought at, yeah, what, what makes him think I'm going to bottle it? Because this is a make or break it for free for you. You know that, as far as we know that. It's a make and break for you. How is it? I'm 27. 
I said, well, yeah, you will, you you can come back and you will. Well, well I'm going to win a World title because one way or another. You, you'll have to rebuild again. I don't have to rebuild that. No, no, I'm going to smash you, your no, head no. in. You'll but the thing have to is, rebuild again. No, the thing is, I'm going to smash your head in yeah, and then go on to win a World title. What with them? What? Feather fists. With the hands, yeah. Feather fists. The tilt. You, you gonna smash your head in. You, you ain't gonna be smashing anything in. Yeah, because it's already smashing in. No, 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 you ain't no, gonna fix be smashing. You ain't gonna be smashing <laughs> anything in. Wait, we're gonna see. Has we're gonna he, see, mate. Has he fought anyone at your level? Has he? What, has Farron at no, your level, mate? Has he? He, this fella can only fight. Uh, has he? You can only fight. How long have I been at this level? I thought. So he's gonna smash my head in. I'm going to explain Valdez, what he's saying now. Um, Kiko Martinez, um, you name the list is on, yeah? Hold on, the list doesn't what go is, on. I'm what, just going to cut what, you off there, I'm what sorry. Does Carl Frampton, Carl Frampton for one, the three, right? the, the three knockouts, what makes him think he's going to smash my head? With, no, I'm, 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 I'm going to just like yeah. outwork you, outdo you in every you single department. But the thing is, he fought, Carl Frampton played with you. True or not true? No, did he play with you No, you're deluded. I'm just asking no, you a question. You're deluded. Did he play with you or not? You're deluded. Did he have a, every way he wanted to fight you, you he got did? Well, he bashed him, right? Kiko Martinez. Kiko Martinez. Yes, you no, knocked no, out no, Kiko no, Martinez. Fair play to you. And I was there. I watched it. I was, I was impressed with exactly, your Kiko Martinez. you asking me for a picture afterwards. 100% it was. 100% it was because I was impressed. A, and you'll be asking me for a picture afterwards again. Oh, but more likely will be asking you for a picture. Just to prove. Are you a fan? Of course I'm a fan of Scott Quigg. Who's not a fan of Scott Quigg? He's, he's, a, he's a warrior in the ring. He's a fighter in the ring. You get entertainment when you watch Scott Quigg fight. So of course I'm a fan. As a boxing fan, 100%. I respect your game. I respect your output in the game. I respect where you have been. And all I want is to get to where you have already been. That is my goal, is to be a world champion. So, but he got beaten off car from Kiko Martinez, you've done a number on. Fair play to you for that. And I take me hat off to you. That was a good fight. You know, I was impressed. But then Valdez destroyed you as well. Destroyed. I broke his jaw. Look at, look at Mate, how he finished. you're eight ounce gloves on. Anyone no, can no, break no, any no, jaw. No, no, no. Just takes one he point to break a jaw. He destroyed. You, you are deluded. So he didn't have his way no, no, every way he no, wanted, no, no, would you? He outboxed you. He outfought you. He done everything. He outfought me. Yeah. He, he outfought me. He was on his bike. He was on his bike. He, was, he, he, he shouldn't have been on his bike as much. Because that's another game. Just like you with him. It's another game where I like with you. You come to fight? I appreciate that. When I like you, that. I like that other, story. Are you going to stand in the middle of the ring toe to toe? Or do you think he's going to run? He can only box one way. He knows that and I know that. I can box every which way possible. I can fight. I can box. I can stand with you. Do you, 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 ever... you mean you can throw punches? Yeah, many more fight. punches than you can. Because you need to. I don't need to. Why do you not need to? Because I've got power in these. You've got power in these? I mean, everyone has power when you have eight ounce gloves on. It hurts. I, I don't see you having much power with eight ounce gloves on. Because I fought quality opponents my whole career. I never got, I never got journeyman. Oh. In my whole career, I fought, in my fifth fight, I fought Stephen Foster. In my sixth fight, I fought Gary Buckland. Mate, these are people who are top quality fighters. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Well, who did you deluded. fight in your fifth and sixth fight? He's deluded. Who did you fight in your fifth and sixth fight? That's a sh I'm only asking the question because I don't actually know. Who? What was the say. records? Like, around? It's irrelevant. It's what not irrelevant. I'm just, what I'm just stating facts here. Look what I've done. I do, I do agree yeah. with what you've done. Look what I've done. It's what you've done has been that. great. I think you've over-accomplished in your ability. You've over-accomplished. You want to go and, 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 and you will find out 
March the 7th, why? Why what? Why I've achieved what I've achieved. Because you've got Kiko Martinez, mate. You've got Kiko Martinez for the World Tour, did you know? How many times you got beaten by nobodies? Seriously. Mm. No, I'm just asking questions no, here. I'm not staying no, facts. No, no. You will see March the 7th. If you beat this man, no, when he, he, I? No, if, he, when he, I? If you beat he, this man, he, when? No. The, the thing on, is, right. he talks too much shite. When I you beat know, this man, will you give me that much? This, this, this. That's what I really want to know. There you go. No, 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 that confidence will soon go, believe me. Listen, the only no, reason no, I have me. confidence, because the way confidence is gained in life is through dedication and grit and hard work, which I've done. I've done. hundred percent. I know that about you. I know that about you, and I respect that. Yeah, I'll shake your hand for what you've accomplished. So, I will shake your hand for what no, you've accomplished no, no. in this game, because I know that's that's one of the main factors. Is because you work so hard. Every single person I've spoke to speaks very highly of this man's hard work and dedication. They all, they all know you're going to be ready. I know you're going to be ready. Everyone says, this don't underestimate I, this man. This he won't unbelievably hard. And I what, know that. I know this that's is true. what I don't get. Yeah. So he speaks like this, very respectful in what he just said. And I'm respectful. And then he comes out with some nonsense. Like, just go away, train. I'll do mine. And we'll meet in the ring. He said he... he because he gets them doubts, and that's when oh, he gets them. When he, gets, when he gets them, no, when, yeah, when he, oh, he's, he's talking about, right? he's talking about no, doubts. Front, You've just changed trainer. Front, right? Hold on. The reason he he's just changed trainer from your Why? first camp. Why? Why is the question? Is what Why? I want to know. Because you have a weak mind. Why? Because I can't get back into America, you tits. Because you can't get back into America. Yeah. Why? Visas. That's why. All right, well, so, fair enough. But is there not a reason? Is there not a reason you pulled out by a fight? Because I've never seen no doctor report. I won't take this fight. Because I, I can't go back out to America. No, no. No, listen, 100%. You, you're going to change the trainer. Well, because how I'm am I supposed to know that? Because I ain't I'm only, from you, believe me. I'm only saying, yeah, I'm so only stating the facts here. You're the one that pulled out. You're the one that pulled out. And for me, it looks like. How annoying was it for you that you had to go back into camp over Christmas and New Year? I don't, to be honest. not. camp was a sparring partner. It's not. I didn't have to go back into camp because I never come out of camp. I stay in camp 24 7. Everyone knows me. I'm always in the gym. I'm always fit. I'm always ready. Tim Farmer rang me and was like, yeah, I'll be there, mate. I'd love that opportunity. That'd be great. And like you said, I'm no sparring partner for anyone, mate. I came to help a world champion accomplish his goals and dreams. If you ever need spars in the future, I'm more than happy to help you out as well. Inspire you and destroy you inspiring or not. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter to me. But you're trying to say that my confidence comes because of the doubt. I'm the telling one you thing, your confidence the yeah, one thing in me, anyone knows me since I've been a kid. Since I've been a kid, it's confidence. I've always been confident because I always walked. If, if I say something, I accomplish it. Every single thing. Boy in the house, when I've seen you knock listen, out Kika Martinez, I said, I'm going to be there. Listen, and here I am, son. You, listen, four or five years you later. You said you were going to be Tevin Farmer. Yeah, I know I said I was going to be Tevin Farmer. You I said I'm going to be so a world champion. Gonna, I will no, be. no, no. You said, when you, what you're going to do. Yeah, you'll do it. Yeah, I've done it. You was going to beat De Tevin Farmer. I've done it. No, you didn't. I, I outwalked Tevin Farmer. I brought him into a dogfight. I, I pushed that man to his limits. He told me that himself. 
So he's a, he's a recognized world champion who has won, who has defended his title oh, very good five fire. or six times. Oh, don't worry, very good fire. Very good fighter. I know that. And I had, I, I thrown 400, 500 more punches than he did in that fight. I worked my ass, I made that man walk. But you, on the other hand, you got your world title from holding your hands up, using your face as a shield, and then you landed a good shot. How many Gross. times do you defend that world title? Five. You defended it five times? Yes. At what weight division? Super Bantam. Super Bantam. That's how not a super fan of me. How, how I'm doing this as a world champion. Not really much. It's danger to be honest with you. I've sparred in the wild card day in, day out. The, the fighters I've been in the ring with, these, I know what I can do. I, I don't need to talk. Yeah, I don't need to talk. I don't need to boost my own ego, give myself confidence. I know what I'm going to do. I know how I'll be prepared. And on March the 7th, it'll be a glorious night for me. We'll see. I, I talk a lot because I like to have a pain. Inside the ring and outside the ring. Self-doubt. And do you, or do you not respect that about me? Self-doubt. I'm going to sell any show. I'm going to sell this no, show no, to you. No, no, I have people no. from your own town texting me saying, I only live down the road in Scott Quick, mate. But guess what? I'll That's be there fine. to support you. That's fine. From your own town, mate, yeah. they support me Good. because they love my style of fighting. Good. So that, that just goes to show. And entertainment inside and outside the ring. What? Sam more exciting fighter than you. Yeah, because you've been around longer than me. You've been around a so lot longer than me. Oh, they like my style of fighting. Well, I'll tell you, you just make sure you meet me in the just middle of that ring. Just shut up, mate, is all I'm asking. Don't sure bother me this time. Make sure you meet me in the middle of that ring. I think you have a lot bike. of doubts in your head. And that, I swear to God, you can say what you want about the visas now. I'll take your, I'll take your word for that one, right? But I think you have a lot of doubts in your head. I seriously do. I reckon you have a lot of doubt in your head. And you know this is your last chance. You're thinking, he's a fucking aggressive. Like... Hungry lion, and that's what I am. I'm coming to eat you alive, mate. How does this fight go? First I play with him. I play with him. All night long. Inside, outside, everything. The same way I'm playing with you right now. Mentally, I can play with you. Physically, I can play with you. We know, as soon as he gets it, he'll come and stand in the middle. Yeah. I mean, you look at his last fight. Was it in Mexico? Yeah, Mexico. Yeah, it looked like he'd been in the war. Oh, you look like he's in the war? Yeah, you get a little max up. Listen, I didn't cut in my last fight. Like, and it was my first fight in God knows how long I didn't cut. You know, I always get cut from my own, my own stupidity. Because so I always he clash is, heads. He Never once I get a cut from a punch, by the way. Ever. He's... Because I'm so far, I'm buying he heads will, He will be his own worst time for. We'll see about that. You think him standing in the middle of the ring is going to be... Oh, it'll be, his own, oh, it'll be his own worst time for. What would be my own word down for? Your stupidity. Thinking you can come and stand in the middle. Mate, I never said I can come stand in the middle. I told you I can do whatever I want to you. And so I can play with you. Middle, oh, because your only chance is me to come and stand in the middle. I can oh, outbox oh. you. I can stand, outfight you. I can do anything I, I want, which I'm going to. This is 12 sure. rounds, mate. 12 rounds. I'm going to do every single thing to you. I'm going to destroy you. It's going to be like playing with a child. I'm going to destroy you. Mark my words. Don't think for one second that I'm not confident in myself to no, eat you alive. I'm not bother you. That's why you're talking. Just Mate, you use your up. face as a, as a bleeding shield. Keep, hey, it's done me well, don't worry. It's just done you keep, well. Just keep, I can use it as a shield with, with them feathers. We're gonna sit, I mean, you're, the only chance you have is to use it as a shield because I'm gonna be pinging your little head in all night long. What happens 
so they lose with this fight. Can you, can you still make it? No, 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 it, it, it'll be obviously, what, you're 26, 27? 27, 27, mate. 27. Well, 28 thought, this year. Do you know what, I, like said, I said 28 I was going to win my world title when I was about 19. Yeah, we will give you time to rebuild after I've dealt with you. And oh, then, doesn't give me any time yeah. to rebuild because I don't need to rebuild. Okay. You'll finish that this for you know what? Okay. Because any top quality opponent you've ever fought, you got beat, boy. Go true on. or not true? Go on. Hey, or you can kick on Martinez. You've lost a kill. You've only fought two. No, and kick on Martinez should be. No, Volley fought two. Who else did you oh, beat you that was like there world class? Oh, no, who, who else did you beat that was world class that had world titles? You just keep. Because I don't know your record because you're never really interested. Like, I don't know who you fight. You're just an entertaining fighter. You're an entertaining okay. fighter because for the people that are in pubs, people that just like to see a fight because that's the only thing you can kind of do. But. What have you done? Tell me what you've done. What do you mean, what have I done? What, what have accomplished. you done? 90% of the things that I said I was going to accomplish what, what, in the space what? I said I was going to accomplish them. What? What? Far for a world title at 26 in America, top in the bill. You shouldn't have even got that world title shot. Why shouldn't I? You got beat. I was number three in the you world. You got beat. You got I was a number three in the draw. world. I was number three you in the a, world. You yeah, got a split you know draw. You got beat. Do you know what? Simply I half that. think that was the whole Sky Sports thing, trying to get him to fight Tevin no, Prime on next. Because I won that fight. Yeah. I won that fight. No, no. I watched that fight a loads of times. I won that fight. But regardless, anyway. Regardless, you anyway. You shouldn't have fought for that. I was ranked number three in the world. Why shouldn't I have fought for that? Because you was gifted it. I was gifted it. How was I gifted it? When I was number three in the world. Are you you, you, you you're delusional. His mouth gets him into oh, places yeah, where yeah, maybe better, his skills yeah, don't. Oh, we better do it. Fair play, though. Don't help myself, but haven't I? Mm, I don't help myself. Don't lie. Mm. I'm doing all right. I'd never had a, a bad thing to say about him to be honest with and then he just started talking a bit talking nonsense. Whether I'm fighting him or not, there's no need Joe, he was asking after a picture after I'd knocked Martinez out. So the, and then all of us, and then there was talk of me Let fighting your oils become your rivals, you know then you're doing a good thing. There was talk of me fighting farmer and then he who the this quick thing is I'll smack do you know what happened there? Do you know what happened? I'll tell you the honest shit what happened there. Kugan said to me, Kugan Cassius told me, he said, who are you going to call out there? And I was like, mate, I've never called, I've never called anyone out in my life. I don't call people out. I'm not going to do that shit. Fuck that. And he said, ah, come on, mate. Like, just so I can write it on the, on the thing, on his, uh, on his YouTube, you know, so he can, he can put a headline up. I was like, who do you want me to call out? I don't care. I'll do whatever you want me to do. Let me know. You let me know. And he said, well, Scott Creed's calling for the panel for Why don't you call him out? That's a great fight for you. And I was like, that is a great fight for me. He's a big name. I'd definitely beat Scott Craig. It was my words to him. And I said, yeah, fuck it, go on then. Ask me that question, though. Say, and say that to me, and I'll just... So I was doing Kugan a favour there, getting a few extra views, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it's now got me to this point. So every single thing that's happened in my career all leads to this one thing. So I'm more than happy that Kugan said that to me. Because here we are today, top of the bill, getting paid fucking great money to smash your head in. This is going to be so easy for me. You ain't smashing nobody's head in. Mate, okay. Well, we'll see. find out. We'll find out when she into the ring. But, can I just say one thing? It's going to be a pleasure sharing the ring with you. It's going to be a pleasure sharing the ring with you. Because I was there fighting on your undercard and you fought Kiko Martinez and I was impressed. So, now, what I said, I was like, I can't wait till that's me. You know what I mean? I was a kid with a goal and a dream and now I'm sharing the ring with you. So, it is going to be a pleasure, mate. I'm glad we got a handshake, boys. Thanks for coming down. You kept it fairly civil. Of course. We look forward to the fight. The thing is, we're almost a cut from the same club. He's a hard walker and I'm a hard walker. We can both fight. We can both be intelligent in there. It's going to be a fantastic fight. Best man on win. Tune in.